So welcome to another edition of Kids Talk. Today we are so happy to have Amy McCoy with us who wrote the book uh, Little Big Sister and there's a sequel too, right? Yes, Amy? there is. Oh, yes, there's a sequel. Oh, so I had the great privilege to read the book. I think it's fabulous. It actually came about um, to my attention. Um, one of our patrons came in and requested it. They wanted to know if we um, had the book because they had seen you speak at, um, I think, one of the schools. Yes, I, I spoke at one of the local schools in Rockville Center um, earlier this month, Autism Awareness Month. Right, right. Yeah. So they came in, requested it, and then we bought it. And I see that several libraries have it. Oh, good. I'm so glad. Yeah. So that's my, goal. See, that's my goal is to get that book into as many library shelves and teachers' bookshelves and parents and then kids' hands like you guys who've read it. So that's my yes, goal. Definitely. Definitely. So um, do we want to go around yeah. and introduce ourselves? Noah, we can start with you. Hi, my name is Noah. Hi, Noah. Hello. And what grade are you in, hon? Uh, seventh grade. Okay. Jeremy, want to go next? Yeah. Hi, I'm Jeremy. I'm Hi. in sixth grade. Okay, great. Ayla? Hi, I'm Ayla. I'm in the fifth grade, and I'm Jeremy's little sister. Oh, cool. Yeah. And last but never least, Henry. Um, I'm Henry and I'm in sixth grade. Wonderful. Now, do, do some of you guys go to the same school? Uh, yeah, me and Henry and Noah. Mm -hmm. Me, okay. Jeremy, and Noah are all in the same middle school. And, uh, yeah. and next year you'll go to that middle school, Ayla? Yeah. Wonderful. I went to the same elementary school as all of them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, which, which school is that? That's Col Covert. Nice. Yeah, and that's how yeah, we I all went, met yeah. through Covert. I had a oh, program, wonderful. and then through the pandemic, we did a lot of programming, and it was really nice. Wonderful. Yeah. That's a great way to stay connected through the reading yeah. and books in the library. So thank you for selecting my book for your read this month. I was very excited. Very excited. The book is so beautifully written and just so... So readable, I feel like for kids, um, you know, middle schoolers, it's like a perfect book for them. Um, I know I gave the guys some questions. Does anybody want to take a turn about some questions? Um, yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I'll ask it. Okay. Um, can you like explain to us why you like, why you wanted and like why you just had the urge to write the book? I certainly will. So when my daughter, who her real name is Catherine, in the book, I, the character who I created that's sort of like her is named Katie, right? The book yeah. is told through her point of view. So when she was little, like younger than you guys, like around first grade, second grade, um, I noticed that she was hesitant about inviting her friends over because she was feeling like embarrassed about her brother who was different from other brothers. Does that make sense? So one day she did, you know, she, she actually did invite a friend over and 
it was a new friend and she couldn't wait for this play date to happen. And then the play date finally came and the friend came over and the girls were having a great time. But all of a sudden during the play date, Matthew, her old, her big brother, who's based on, you know, the Mikey character is based on Matthew, a fictional account of Matthew. Um, he wasn't acting like a big brother. He was acting more like a little brother. He was being very loud. And, you know, he was like going over to the new friend and like touching her hair and touching her ponytail and doing like unexpected things. And at one point, uh, oh, he was being very loud. And at one point the new friend said, wow, your house is loud. Oh. And she wasn't, she wasn't saying it to be mean. She was saying it because it is true. Our house is loud. You've, brought, you've probably heard some background noises already at my house. Yeah. Um, Matthew, is, Ma Matthew is that loud. That's part of his autism makes him very loud. Not everybody with autism is loud, but he, but he is. Um, so now this play date that Catherine couldn't wait for, now she couldn't wait for it to be over. So finally the play date ended and I said, so how was that for you? And she said, mom, I'm never going to have a play date again. That was terrible. The Matthew's so embarrassing. He's so loud. My friends don't get it about autism. So to answer your question, Henry, as soon as she said to me, my friends don't get it about autism. I said, what can we do to help your friends get it? Yeah. And then, so then that very night I started typing. And I typed some paragraphs about what it might feel like for her to have a play date. And um, that I thought that would maybe be chapter one in the book, <laughs> but, then, but, then it, but then it wasn't. You guys, the play date chapter was chapter nine because yeah. then once I started writing other experiences, I realized, well, I can't start with the play date because I have to first introduce the character somehow and introduce the setting. Um, but that was really my inspiration for writing the book was that I was thinking to myself, well, if Catherine's friends could read a book like this, right. that might help them understand autism better. And then she would feel more comfortable about having her friends over. Mm -hmm. So that was my inspiration. I hope that makes sense. Totally, totally. And then did her friends read it? Like, was it? Oh, yeah. So, so, um, so the book came out on a Friday okay. and some, some of my, my friends who happened to be her friend's mothers, you know, bought the book right away. And that very Monday, one of her friends, her name is Audrey, came over for a play date and Matthew started, you know, doing what he usually does. He's being himself. He was being loud and touching. And I saw Catherine's body language go from like being excited about a play date to being like, oh no. And Audrey noticed that body language too. And she looked at Catherine and she said, oh, Catherine, don't worry. I read the book. I get it. That is fabulous. So it really helped me know, oh, good. Even if just her friends read this book and that's yeah. it, it will make a difference. But now the book has been getting into more and more schools and libraries. So hopefully more and more kids will understand more about autism and more about what it's like to be the sibling. Yes. Oh, that's, yeah. that's a lot of people really don't think about the sibling when you, right. when you think about autism. You don't think about how it affects the other kids. And you yes. know what I mean? Yes. Um, wonderful, wonderful. And then so um, Catherine, your daughter, um, what did she think about the book? She must have been. I think she was very happy. Like I would have her 
read part, like before it was published, I would say, can you read this chapter and tell me what you think? Is this what it's like for you? And she would usually agree. And then for the, you know how some of the parts were like in a school? Yes. I would have, I asked her um, at the time that I was doing the edits, she was in fourth grade. So I had her fourth grade teacher read all the school scenes. And I said, tell me, is this, is, does this seem like true for how it would sound in your classroom? Is this how kids would speak to each other? Is this, so she helped me with a few, she was um, one of my editors and helped me out with, um, you know, making sure that that part sounded true and honest and real. Excellent. Yes, Henry. Yeah. Like, like, for example, like about how you asked the teacher, like, were those like soccer kids, like actually real? Or was no. That- so that part I just made up. Um, so like, so that's a great question because the book is considered realistic fiction. Yes. So, but it is, but you know, it's based on my actual life of my children. So I base those characters on what they're sort of like, but the characters themselves are fictionalized. So same with the other characters in the book and the, and the things. So every once in a while, something real will happen. Like, remember I was talking about that play date. And remember I said, there was a, the girl said, wow, your house is loud. So that actually did happen. One of Catherine's friends did come over one day and say those words, but the rest of the play date, I just kind of imagined like, well, what could happen here? And I, and I put it in. So same thing with the, so I used to be a teacher. So I have a lot of experience being in a classroom and knowing what it's like. So I could easily imagine what it would be like at recess. Um, and I'm not, and I'm not trying to say all soccer kids are bad kids because they're certainly not. (laughs) I just, I wanted it to be a situation where it was those kids. And then at the end, remember how inclusive they were. Yeah. 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 So, um, that's, that's, um, you know, I wanted to show the change in character, like how the characters were able to change their views and change how they thought about people who have differences and who have disabilities. Right, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Hey, Jeremy. (laughs) Um, So does anybody want to ask a question? I know we had prepared some. Of course, Henry, that's fine. Yes, Ayla. Ayla, I saw your hand. Yes. Um, Was it hard sharing so many details of your life? What a great question. Yeah. Um, so, so I would say I enjoy, I'm a very open person. So I enjoy sharing those details. And I try to share the details that I thought would be helpful to others so that they could really understand autism better. So, and then every once in a while, if something happened in real life, I'd be like, oh, Catherine, what do you think? Should this be something in the book or not? Like if something um, like just the other day, something he, Matthew said something really funny. Cause I like to have some parts of the book that are funny to show that Matthew has a good sense of humor. So, um, something, he said something funny and I looked at Catherine and said, what do you think? She, Cause I'm working on book number three right oh now. Gosh, awesome. so, I, so I said, what do you think? Should that go? So what happened was he, we were, we were visiting their grandparents and in the morning, Matthew said to his grandfather, you know, how did you sleep, Papa? 
and my my his grandfather said I slept well and then he said did you snore and I thought that was I thought that was funny so I said oh what do you think Catherine should we put a line like that in the book and she said yeah that's kind of funny because it's not a it's a it's a it's a funny question it's not inappropriate it's not inappropriate but not many people would ask that question right Exactly. That's really Let, funny. What do you guys think? Would that be a funny thing to read if somebody did you snore? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Okay, I'll I'll keep it in. <laughs> Definitely. How did Catherine feel about? Well, you said like she helped you with the books. Well, I would have her read the chap like you know with before it was in a book. It was just on pages. So I would I, say I you, know, you do. have a blog too. So I've I've looked at your blog and I think that's wonderful. Yes. Thank you. Um, so yeah, so she would read the page and I would just say, you know, would you add anything here or take anything away from here? And she mostly just agreed with it and said, oh no, I like this, but she was much younger then, you know, now she's older, she's in high school. So oh when God. I, when I, when I get to the part, cause this book, little big sister, um, is, is going to be celebrating its sixth book birthday in, so it's six years old. It's six years old. It'll turn, um, in May. So figure it, it came out when she was in fourth grade. Right. So. Excellent. So she's yeah. going to be older, more mature. Yes. Definitely. You know, this is a really good experience for her as well. Mm-hmm. You know? How about yeah. um, Matthew? I'm sure he knows about the book too, right? He loves the anybody who comes to our house, whether it's the plumber or, you know, whatever, he brings them a book. That's awesome. <laughs> Do you want my mom's book? Here, awesome. you know, someone coming to fit, yeah, someone coming to fix a toilet or the mailman, whoever he gives them a book. So I think he, but he, but he doesn't have the attention span to read it. Okay. He's a very good reader. He loves reading books, but he doesn't like reading chapter books. That's just. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, have you thought about partnering with one of the, like the organizations like autism awareness or to really promote this because this is really something wonderful you're doing. I know I'm, I'm like a one woman show. So like, I, I love that idea and I probably should be doing more of that type of promotion. (laughs) Um, yeah, I probably should be doing more of that type of promotion. Um, it, it, it has sold at like some autism conventions and, um, uh, Praxia like national conventions and stuff like that. Um, but I'm not officially partnered with anybody like that, but that's a good idea. Like I should, like, I don't have like an official like agent or whatever who would help me with that, but. Look into because I feel like it's so important for the siblings. It is. Yeah. You know, and, and how they did the presentation and they explained it to everybody. Yes. Um, A lot of kids. Yeah. When I, when I go, so I travel to a lot of schools and do presentations live and in person or virtually, depending on if it's close school. And a lot of kids will ask me, did that really happen? Right. And I say, well, what do you think? Does that, did it, when you were reading it, did it feel like it really happened? So I'll ask you guys to, when you read the presentation, did it feel like that happened? Most kids say, yes, they say like, oh yeah, it felt like that happened. So that part was completely fictional. I made that part all up. Oh my God. <laughs> how the hell, that was a really good way to, you know, good writers, I guess, technique to put that kind of, you know, part in the book. I felt like, you know, it was so realistic. Like that would be something I, 
Yeah, I think because like my years as an elementary school teacher, I could really just kind of imagine and picture like what would what would happen in those situations. So I had I had a lot of fun writing that chapter. Yes, Henry. Um, is writing easy for you, or like like how hard is it on a scale of one to ten? What a great question. Um, it's you know what it depends on the day. So some days. Some days I have all these creative ideas and they just flow right from my head down to my fingers on the keyboard and I can just write and write and write. And then some days I'll, I'll have, I'll have set aside my writing time and I, nothing's coming. I get the writer's block. Does that ever happen to you guys? Definitely. Yeah. So on those days, when I have nothing creative to write about, what I try to do instead is just generate ideas like maybe this will happen and I'll just make, you know, how, you know how Katie writes lists at the end of each chapter? Yes. yes. I am a, I am a list person. So I will just make, instead of writing the paragraphs out, I'll make lists of like, maybe this will happen in the book. Maybe this will happen in the book. So I just kind of make lists. Like of planning the book before you write it. Yeah. Thank you. That's exact. Thank you for putting words to that. You know, I should, but I don't. It's probably not good for my writing skills. Well, that's what I do. Kind of planning the book before, before I write it. And then once I get into it, I have like a chart that says, you know, across, it says like chapter name. And then I list all the characters. And then I try to keep track of how often each character is in each chapter. Because if I introduce a new cha- new character, I don't want that character to only be in like chapter two and chapter 17. And I want them to kind of be woven throughout the book. So I try to keep track of when, like obviously Katie and Mikey are gonna be in every chapter. Right. But yeah. some of the side characters, I wanna make sure we pe- the reader doesn't forget who they are. You know what I mean? <laughs> So I try to make sure they're woven through the book um, appropriately. So I keep like a chart as I'm as I'm editing to make sure their their um, pr- presence is felt enough. Excellent, excellent. Um, do you like to read as well? Because I know a lot of writers. That's how they start thinking about writing. They're reading books all the time. All the time. I'm. I'm. I usually have one actual book, one on the Kindle, and one that I'm listening to. So I usually have three at a time. I love to read. I love, love, love to read. And I love to read children's, but like books for kids too. So I have, sometimes I'm reading four at a time. It depends. Awesome. (laughs) A lot. How about you guys? Do you guys all enjoy reading? Yeah. Yeah. You can really get and really enjoy getting lost in a story. Yeah. I mean, like if it's a cliffhanger, like sometimes I'm just up at like, I don't know whatever at night just like reading a book that's I awesome also, I love when like teachers like so in school we get books that we read as a class but what I really hate is when it stops at a like it ends at a cliffhanger so you have to go out and buy the book yourself yes yes because you don't want to miss what happens right yes but um my friend actually got the sequel to a to a book and I was like I don't want to spend my money but I want to read the book 
That's oh, why library. That's why libraries are so great. You know? Yeah, I couldn't yeah. find it. Yeah. Does Matthew I, I can't I'm sorry. Does somebody have a question? I, what me? Did somebody speak? I think I spoke over somebody. I'm sorry. Oh, I said I like comic books. You like comic books? Yeah. Do you do you have do you read like some graphic novels and stuff like that? Graphic novels, comic books, stuff like that. That's great. Yeah. Are any of you into writing? Do any of you guys like to write your own stories? Yes. That's wonderful. Because I like, work a million at a time. You've got a million stories going at a time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah I'm I'm pretty good at writing. That's great. I just have a lot of stuff in one mind. I'm, I, I have a lot of to say. That's awesome. That is so great. Keep it going. Keep, keep all the, the advice I have is keep reading and keep writing. You use it every single day of your life as a kid and as an adult. Yes. Those are skills that you will always need and will always be really important. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yes, Henry. So I actually like, I heard this quote. Don't say this again because I don't know if this is accurate. Okay. But I'm pretty sure it was um, like, the best writer is a good reader. Oh, yes. And the best reader is a good writer. I think, I think that's a great quote. And I completely agree with it. Do you guys? Yes. They go hand in hand, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's kind of like speaking and listening. Like if you're a good listener, you can be a good, you can be a good communicator, right? Like they say, they say writing, I'm using my fingers like a keyboard. Sorry. Writing is sort of like talking and and reading is sort of like listening, right? Yeah, that's really true. Mm -hmm. Yes, Noah. What advice do you have for other writers? No, for, for, for kids and adults, anybody who, that's a great question, by the way. I would say, if you have an idea, just keep it going. Don't let the spark go out. If you have an idea for a story that you want to tell that's important to you, just write it, have a draft all the time, keep working at it, because you never know when you might be able to um, share that with somebody, publish it. There's so many ways to share writing these days, not just in magazines or newspapers, but there's so many other ways to be able to share writing, whether it's in a book, whether it's um, in an online type of a community, um, or some people just enjoy writing and, and not sharing it, just writing and keeping it to yourself. But I would just, and the other advice I would say is like, if you enjoy it, make time for it. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. I remember I, I read, um, Stephen King's memoirs on writings. Yes. Beautiful. beautiful. So I listened, I listened to that one. It was great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I think I, I think I listened to, listened to it also. It's just so terrific. And just, he says the same thing. You just read like reading is so important and just like jot down your ideas and Yes. 
keep, the, keep the ideas alive. Like as they come to you, you know, I, I, I keep a very small notebook in my, in my handbag at all times. So as soon as I get an idea, I jot it there, or now I've actually started using my phone in the notes section. I have a, one of my lists is called LBS three, little big sister, three ideas. <clears throat> and I just write them down So one of them says grandpa snoring. <laughs> going to continue the story of um, Michael and Katie. Right. So you guys know book one because you've read it. And then book two is called Little Big Sister on the Move. And it's the story about how Katie and Mikey and their family move from Connecticut to New York, which actually did happen to our family. <clears throat> and now Katie has to start all over again in a new community and a new school and new neighbors and new everything. And she has to make sure all these people get it about her brother and about autism. So that's book two. Have, did I, did, um, did, did you get a copy of that for the library? Cause if not, I'll bring one. We did get, we did get a copy of it. Yeah. Okay, good. So that's called little big sister on the move. Okay. And then the third one is yet untitled, but it's probably going to be called little big sister on vacation. And it's going to oh. be the story of what it's like to travel for Katie to travel on an airplane and be in a hotel and everything with her, with her older brother, Mikey as autism. Henry, I see your hand. Um, yes. So I, it's kind of unfortunate how like they have to move right when the new friend gets there, the new neighbor. It was. And that, that part is actually true. Like we really did move when yes. she, when, when uh, we really did move when, um, Catherine was going into fifth grade. So that's, and that's a tough time to move. So we really did move from one state to another and she really did, but the book itself is fiction, but the idea behind it is the, you know, yeah. the, real, the real part. Yeah. Right. Oh, I can't wait to read it. Yes, Ayla. Why did you call it Little Big Sister? What a great question. So even though Matthew's the big brother and Catherine's the little sister, she often he, because of his autism, he sometimes doesn't act his age. He often acts younger than his actual age. So even though by age, she is younger, she often feels like the big sister. Does right. that make sense? So she's the little. Yeah. yeah. So that's why we named it. Yeah. We were trying to decide, should it be little big sister or big little sister? Like we played around with a lot of different and then little big sister is what stuck. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think like that sounds better. Thank you. That means a lot to me. Definitely. Yeah, I think that too. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Yes, Henry. Um, what are some of your like favorite books? Okay. That so you're like that you're reading currently or you have a. Okay. So I'm going to tell you, if you enjoyed my book, Little Big Sister, like reading about characters who have disabilities, Two of my absolute favorite books of all time, and I wonder if you have these in the library. Um, this one is called, the, the first one that I have to recommend is called Chester and Gus. And it's- Oh, oh, I, I heard about this book. Yeah, it's by an author named Cammy McGovern. And Chester, I can't remember which one is the boy and which one is the dog, but what Chester and Gus is one is a boy who has autism and he's nonverbal. And the other is his is his- dog who is like a service dog and yeah. it's told the, the amazing thing about this book is if you like dogs it's told from the dog's point of view of uh -huh. what it's like 
to be, he's paired up with this boy who, and he can feel the communication. It's so amazing. So I would highly recommend that book by Cami McGovern. And okay. then there's, and then there's another one called, and you guys have probably heard of this one. It's called out of my mind. Oh, yes. Yes. Okay. I, I'm, I'm, I'm blanking on the, um, the author of that right now. And I, and she just recently came out with a sequel to that book that I, I it's on my bedside table, but I haven't started it yet, but that I'm hoping to read that over the summer. Um, so it's out of my mind is another, and I'm sure you guys have all read or at least heard of the book wonder. Yeah. Oh yeah. Everyone's re everyone's probably read that because yeah. you guys are avid readers, but those two Chester and Goss and out of my mind are two of the books that are in the genre of, um, you know, uh, one of the characters has a disability. So you get to, you know, you get, you kind of have like a window in looking into what that world is like. Right. There was another one, the title escapes me. I did it way back, back in 2000. I'm just trying to like see if I can find okay. of it. It was sort of like um, out of my mind along that. Okay. I'll email, I'll email oh, you. Oh, please do. I'd love to know. Yeah, I'd love to know it. All right. All right. It comes back to me. Please do. Any other, uh, any other questions? No, I don't have any more. Okay. Oh, I see Noah. I see your hand is up. How long does it take you to finish a book? Like when you're making it? What a great question. So I started, it takes me a long time because I don't work on it every single day. Right. I think, I think some authors might work on it every day, like from nine to five or whatever. And I can't do that. Cause I, I also am doing other job and I'm a mom and all that. Right. So I can't work on it every single day, but this book took me actually two years. The first year, the first year was writing all the chapters. And then the second year was doing all the editing and then um, working with the illustrator who did the front cover. And you know, like just, just her picture of the front cover took a few months of editing the, that. So, so from start to finish, remember I told you about the play date that Catherine had? That happened, yeah. at, the, that happened at the end of second grade for her. And this book came out at the end of fourth grade for her. I think, I think if it wasn't my first book, I probably could have done it a little faster, but, um, I wasn't in a terrible rush, but I, you know, so two years for that one. <laughs> oh, the name of the book is rules. Did oh, I love that book. Cynthia Lord, right? Cynthia Lord. Yeah. That's Cynthia Lord. That is a fabulous book. I, I really enjoyed that one as well. Yeah, I used to do a mother daughter at another library, and that was one of the first books that we read. I think, guys, we should read this book, and you know, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a great book. Actually, I have to tell you, I think I read Rules a very, very long time ago, and I really connected well with. I said, I said, oh, I want to write a book that's similar to this, but maybe for like a little bit younger. Right. So that right. book was that that book and that style was almost like um like a role, a role model, if you will, to yes. me, an, an inspiration to me reading totally, that. Totally. Yeah. Yes. I'm glad you, I'm glad you found that book because that should be on my, in my head, on my list of the books that I like to recommend. Yes. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Does anybody have any questions about the book? I thought it was very well written and just, you know, keeps your attention. Yeah. You can wait to see what happens and how these, how it's resolved. And it really, you know, what a great way to, um, for, um, 
the girl in the book to really explain how her brother has autism, do a presentation with her best friend and show it to everyone in the school. And just terrific, really. Thank you. I will, I'll tell you the character in the book named Bella, she's a real, she's a real person. And I, I I based the character like on the actual real Bella. um, Yeah. She was one of Catherine's friends in elementary school. So um, that's, that's real. (laughs) And I, 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 you know, I called her parents and her and I said, listen, I'm writing this book and I'd like to include um, a character who's similar to Bella, base a character on her is, I, can I have your permission to do that? Right. And they all said, oh, yes, yes, we would love to be in the book. She'd love to be in the book. And I said, okay, Bella, what would you want your name to be? Like, we're, we changed Matthew's name to Mikey. We changed Catherine's name to Katie. What would you like your name to be? And she said, oh, no, I'm just going to be Bella. I want to keep my name. And if you, read, if you read, if you look in the back of the book, the acknowledgments, I, I mentioned her and, and a thank you. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had, I actually bought the Kindle. We, oh, um, it was a little like, we had the two like copies and I gave oh. them away. I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I can't wait to read this. So I, oh, I should have given you more copies. Oh, no, that's happened. fine. That's fine. <laughs> because I think the Kindle version didn't come out well with the lists at the end. It's harder to read them. Oh, Okay. Okay. Yeah, sometimes Kindle does that. It tweaks it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Does anyone else have any other questions? I don't. Well, I am I am just so honored that you guys chose my book and I thank you all so much for taking the time to read it. I hope you enjoyed it. We did. And if you liked it, yeah, if you liked it and you want to read books too, I think there's at least one copy at the library. And um, I'll bring some, I'll bring some more by and um, book two is a great summer read because it takes place over the summer. Okay. And if any of you have ever been to, um, have any of you ever been to Adventureland? Yeah. Yeah. There's a chapter that takes place at Adventureland. Oh. I love adventure. No, yeah, no spoilers, no spoilers, but <laughs> but that happens, yeah. But thank you so much for inviting me and for thank making my book so a much. part of your a part of your group here. I really appreciate it. Oh, and thank you for coming. Thanks, guys. Thank you so much.